Hi, I'm Jamie. I've been a producer, director, and a screenwriter. I'm Brad. I've been a videographer and a screenwriter. This is TV We Love, a podcast where we take a deep dive into a single season of our favorite TV shows. And maybe some of our second favorites, too. Woohoo! Woohoo, Jamie. Woohoo. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. We're in the same room. We are in the it's same room. It's been a couple episodes. I feel like it has been a couple episodes. It and has. It's, I'm just a, like gypsy or something. Yeah. And we are going to go ahead and mark this at uh, 12.58 a.m. on September 11th. We're early. A little bit. Uh, early. Yeah. On the early side. <laughs> it doesn't feel like Of it. our recording seshes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Uh, what you got? Man, I was going to take it down a dark hole, but I don't think I want to do that. Uh, Are you scared? No, I just think it would be a downer. It'd be a downer. Oh, yeah, don't be a downer. I'm not going to be a downer. Be cheerful. Uh, it is, (laughs) well, to us, it's Sunday, but I guess technically according to the calendar, it's Monday now. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, here, yeah, we can banter about that. I feel like it's not the next day until after you sleep. I agree with that, but what if you stay up all night? When does it become the next day? I think when the sun comes up. Ooh, that's not bad. I've always had the rule of 6 a.m. It's not... It's not the next day until 6 a.m. I kind but, of agree with that. But I guess, you know, the sun coming up, that's not bad either. Yeah. That's not bad either. But what about the people that, those crazy people that get up at like 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. and they go work out and they... But I mean, they woke productive. up for the day, though. They woke up for the day. Right. So that's technally their night. Like, the it can right. start earlier. So if you sleep, you wake up, that's, that's the, next the next day. day. Or if you stay up, until sunrise or 6 a.m., it's the next day. Agree. Okay. I'm, I agree I'm with, with that. that. Yeah. Do you know where I got the 6 a.m. from? No. I don't want to say the TV guide, but there used to be like a TV guide equivalent for the local cable company. Okay. And it would, maybe the TV guide did this too. I don't know, but it would always say 6 a.m. and it would be like the start of the new day program. Okay. So that's just where it's in my head as far as like that's Man. when the. That's when the 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 next day starts. Okay. So I I've mean, always, it makes sense. I've always kind of lived by that. that was You're like, a hardcore TV guy. I am a hardcore TV guy. I grew up. TV was my babysitter and my best friend. Oh, so, I'm sorry. No, it was good. I was thoroughly <laughs> entertained. I never felt alone. I mean, I I had a brother. You yeah. Know, and I had friends, but. Uh, but you, know, you played outside a lot. I did stuff, play outside too. Yeah. TV was a nighttime thing. It wasn't a daytime thing. Yeah. You know, like I would come home from school and watch TV. Right. You know, while I had like uh, peanut butter on English muffins every day. This is what I would do. I would come home every day. This is little Brad. This is like, uh, oh, it could be fourth grade Brad. I would either have English muffins or bagels with peanut butter. They would be microwave, not toasted because I, it just didn't occur to me to toast them i just threw them in the microwave just to melt the peanut butter and i would watch the movie inner space 
with Martin Short and Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. And how, how long? I mean, how listen, many days? Listen, this is crazy. This probably went on easily for two months, maybe more. Wow. Maybe more. Every day, peanut. You know, if I didn't have none, I would just go to bread. Yeah, I would make toast for bread, though. Like, I wouldn't just microwave yeah. bread. But when I stopped, when I was done eating, I would turn the movie off and go do something else. Go outside, play video games, watch a movie, go hang with my parents, whatever. Like, when I was done with but the movie. just just when i'd got home from school i would make myself a snack and watch interspace but here's the crazier part okay. i would stop it it each day i did it over again i would rewind the that's movie that's what i was gonna ask yes. did you start it over did I you just, just watch start the same like half much. hour it, 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 over not and even over? maybe 15 minutes i wow. remember if you're familiar with the movie i think i can make it to roughly shortly after dennis quaid was injected into martin short's butt see I don't know where that is in the it's, film, it's, but I'm sure you do because you've seen it a hundred million times. It's within the first 20 minutes. Okay. So I would <laughs> <Obviously>. never, <laughs> never would I make it far. And there was another movie too. I want to say it was Stand By Me, but I don't think it was. But I, I want to say there was another movie where it took Inner Space's spot, but apparently it did not have as much of a, I guess not on me. Yeah. I but I definitely remember Inner Space. Hmm. Did you always have the, peanut butter yes it was it was like the For same how long snack like over and over the whole entire year or just go on to multiple grades or <sighs> no it probably fell off after the summer like i remember it being fall i remember it getting dark early like this was that kind of a snack so it probably hit early and then I probably did it all the way up until Christmas break. Like the habit probably fell off after Christmas break. Huh. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine was, I would watch sometimes after school, but I always played sports. So I felt like I mm -hmm. stayed after and like, but I would come home and my go-to snack was Fruity Pebbles. Would you have the cereal or just eat it dry? Oh, I never would eat it dry. I don't like to eat it dry now. Always with milk. Oh, and if I had milk left over, I'd add more Fruity Pebbles to that milk so that the ratio ended up, be, you know, I had to have the perfect so you're a heavy, bite. You're a heavy, you're a heavy milk person? Yes. Okay. I uh, try to get it right, but if I don't get it right... Would you just do one bowl or would right, you do several bowls? Well, one bowl, and then if there was milk left, I'd add a little more. Okay. To make sure I had enough milk for each bite of Fruity Pebbles. See, I feel like I would always go two or three but Man, I, would, I love fruity pebbles. I would pour cereal in until the milk was gone. That's how I did it. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but I would never add milk. I would never. No, add I milk. didn't add milk. That's what I'm saying. You oh. add cereal to the milk that's left. Yes, yes. That's what we're saying. The same thing. Okay. No, I swear you said you no. added milk. Well, if I did it, that's not what I meant. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm pretty fair. sure I said I add cereal to the milk. I because I, I don't to want to, <laughs> to have leftover milk. There's got to be. Yeah. And, and or if there was just a little bit left and it wasn't really worth adding cereal to, I would drink it. And it was the most delicious cereal milk ever. What do you think was the most delicious cereal milk? Ooh, I, I think Fruity Pebbles or Count Chocula. Ooh. See, if we're going chocolate, I would go Cocoa Pebbles. Well, Cocoa Pebbles is delicious, too. Cocoa Pebbles would make the best milk. 
mm. uh, cereal. It might milk. be right. It might be better than but, Count Chocula, but I don't know. But I have to say, Apple Jacks is an underrated oh, milk. Oh yeah, Apple Jacks milk I is underrated. Forgot about Apple Jacks. Apple Apple Jacks are delicious. I feel like we're having a breakthrough here. Okay. <laughs> Like, (laughs) we're really digging deep in our history. Yeah. That was, like, I'm I'm a pretty big uh, cereal guy, and I would say decently I would have cereal for snacks, but I feel like I've had cereal for, like, the snack or dinner more as an adult than I did as a kid. Oh, man, much more as a kid for me. Wow. I should do it more as an adult. It's so delicious. It is good. <laughs> so delicious. And it's like, it's so sugary and horrible for you. But at the same time, all I could think of is I was. I mean, it's not I, worse than ice cream or, you I know. I feel like it's probably better for ice cream. At least cereal has vitamins in it. Yeah. You know, like that's at least an That's what I'm going to tell make. myself when I go buy a box of Fruity Pebbles tomorrow. But this is my thought. I'm. I, I was a skinny kid, and I did that. So why can't I just get back to those days? Yeah, but like, you're probably riding your bike and playing sports, and you know, yeah. you're more active. Let's just let's just do that. Let's just have a childhood schedule. Let's just just eat what we ate as kids, and, seven to three, and be more active. Look, we'll go work seven to three. Okay, right? we'll come home, have bowls of cereal. Okay, and then we will. Uh, go outside and and play for like an hour and come back yeah. inside and have an actual dinner yeah and then just play video games and watch movies until it's bedtime at like 10 o'clock and then get up and get up do it all over again right you know some sometimes we'll go to a friend's house or let's go see. to a park or let's something. see what it ha- what happens just to what our happens. figures yeah let's just see <laughs> Okay. You know, and part of it is like, you know, we, there was a gym class in there too, like a half hour gym. But oh, yeah. it, look, I was not sweating every day in gym class, yeah. were you? I, I was really active. Right. I was a but, super active kid. But look, you're playing dodgeball. Like you're not, only if you're throwing know, the I ball. I remember sweating. At, not every day. Yeah. I just don't feel like it's possible. Like, Well, not every day, but like, some days it was cold. Oh my God. And we had recess too. Right. But to recess, weren't you just class. weren't you just standing around visiting with friends at recess? No, I played tetherball and kickball. We didn't have tetherball. We didn't. The boys chased me, and that was fun. Well, we'd probably chase each other, but we didn't have <laughs> tetherball or kickball or nothing like that. We just we played tag. Tag, definitely tag. Hide yeah. and seek. We had a play structure. We would play. We thing. didn't play hide and seek because there was no good play. No, no good places to hide. We would play a thing called Swamp Monster. And there was like a play structure, like a wooden play structure, almost like a fort. And then there was a metal slide on the bottom half of it. When there'd be like four of us, we could line up on the slide. And then one of us would be at the bottom of the slide. It was probably only like a six foot slide. And the one at the bottom would try to pull one of us kids down. Okay. And if we could pull them down, they would become the next swamp monster. Oh, that's that's a good game. It was good. It was good. Yeah, we used to... Like have to jump. There were like little pieces of concrete or like rocks or something, and you know, it was lava. I'm gonna go ahead and say your playground sounds dangerous. It we, was. We had grass dirt. and wood chips. No, it was dirt. <laughs> it was dusty. It was. I don't remember was it any like grass. Concrete dirt. I remember it, in my mind it was just all brown. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I could be wrong. I think it might be better now, but I still remember it as dirt. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, are we ready to dive into sure, this? Sure, let's now do this. Dallied about you other know, stuff. I can say, I can say when we get into this episode that 
all this talk about childlike things could possibly tie in here. You think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm going to make it. I'm going to tie it in. Just watch. Tie it. That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, We are, of course, discussing the episode season five, episode eight today, rightfully entitled Business Trip. I feel like this could also be called Wingman. Yeah. Um, This was given an 8.0 on the IMDb Richter scale. So it's it's not too shabby. It's a good episode. Okay. I enjoyed this episode. There's a lot to it. There it is. moves really fast. It, it does. It does. Uh, and it's got a little bit of everything, too. It does. Throughout the season. Uh, uh, throughout the episode. This was directed by Randall Einhorn, and it was written by Brent Forrester. And, of course, we have to do the comparison of the Superfan episodes, because that's what we talk about, is the Superfan cuts. Uh, the original airtime is 21 minutes, 44 seconds, but the super fan episode is 31 minutes, 53 seconds. So we are back up to 10 minutes plus Okay. for the super fan. And the super All fan right. is really good. That's a lot of extra. I love We're getting like an extra, almost half episode. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because normally 20 something, what'd you say? Yeah, 20? 21 minutes. Yep. So we are getting an entire half episode of bonus footage. So, again, if you sweet. guys are not checking out the Superfan, you need to get yes. Peacock. So worth it for the Superfan. And, and there's other bonus features too uh, on Peacock. So I have a sum, s- summary. I almost said samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> I, I, it, I felt like my brain was stroking out there for a second. I have a summary. Okay. And I, you know I want to hear it. I, I will read it now. David Wallace sends Michael on a business trip to Winnipeg to help him forget about Holly's transfer to Nashua. And Pam tells Jim that she failed a class and has to stay in New York City. What do you think of that? I think that's what do you think of that good. samurai? I think it's a good I mean that's the the highlight, the the main points, I guess. Okay. But there's a lot more than that. There, so. there is. There is. Yeah. Uh right off the bat, I have to say I love traveling for work. Anytime yeah. I get a traveling gig, I love it. I love it. I love every What do you part. like about it? I I just like being somewhere for free and you're being paid for it like yeah. you don't have to cover hotel expenses they usually right. give you a per diem for food and you're getting paid to work so i love it too it's, it's the best yeah i don't think it's something i could do all of the time but i would be good with like a 30 percent to 40 percent travel. love to travel like one week out of the month okay so like a 25 you know? percent yeah yeah that'd be yeah perfect for me too yeah, maybe a little more from time to time, but that seems just about right. Yeah. Yeah, I could agree with that, too, especially yeah. depending on where you go. Right. Uh, so it opens up in the conference room. Everybody is there, and uh, Michael is talking to everybody. <laughs> and behind him, there is a little, I don't want to say whiteboard. What is it? It's like a paper thing. Yeah. It's like a big giant art pen. Yeah, like butcher block paper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And on it, it says International Business Customs. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael is listing off like different countries. And of course, he's completely wrong. But the one that made me laugh was he says, in Japan, it is uh, customary to commit suicide to avoid bar- embarrassment. And then he, I think he says, like, in, in England, it's customary to wash your hands after going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, uh, Michael announces he is going to Kanada, 
And Jim <laughs> Jim says, where? And Michael goes, Canada. Yeah. So, and He's in- so excited. Yes, he, he is. Tell. And then yeah. he goes on to say, in England, they say hi. In yeah. China, they say hi-ya. Hi-ya. <laughs> yeah. And he also says uh, something about German women being really large. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to know, do you think of German women as being larger no i would have went with russian okay like babushka but i I was curious as if that was really a thing are they you know that are german women generally taller so you know larger women i did yeah i didn't find a lot but uh someone on reddit chimed in that she was german and that she was 185 centimeters which that's pretty tall that's like six feet sure okay but she said most women that she knows that are german are between 175 centimeters and 160 centimeters which 175 is five eight five nine about five nine Mm -hmm. which is still pretty tall Mm -hmm. but the other is five three so it just seems like normal size women. Okay. To me, that's I mean that's like average range, I think. All right. Uh, I I just did a quick Google search. Okay. For uh, which country has the largest women? Okay. Uh, and it's of course it says Dutch men are the tallest on the planet with an average height of one hundred eighty-two point five centimeters. I don't know why that popped up. Okay. But Latvian Latvian uh-huh. women are the tallest on the planet with an average height of 170 centimeters. So what did you say 170 centimeters was? Uh, 175 is 5'9", according to Okay. I got the Google. 5 feet 6.9 inches. It so is 170? 170. Okay. Yep. So that equals out, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. So that's the average woman in Latvia. Okay. So, all right, cool. Always learning something. Yeah. On the TV, we love podcast. <laughs> uh, do you got anything else? No, I was just curious okay. about that. <laughs> so, so. Uh, this is the cold scene, and it it closes with Michael saying, "Meredith, let's say you are from Abu Dhabi, uh, in your culture, you would be ugly." Or no, like say, say something from Abu Dhabi, and she's just the way she she says hello. It's like hi or something like that. Yeah, and just the way she said it, it was just kind of funny on its own. But just her expression, of course, is funny as well. And uh, Michael says he is offended by her face, so he covers her up. <laughs> he just throws his jacket yeah. and covers her face up, and then he says, "You are now sexy in your culture." I love that. <laughs> and then that's I laughed. The, that's it caught the, me off guard. Yeah, it's so but this funny. whole cold open. Michael is just such a giddy little kid. Yeah, he is so excited. He's yeah. so excited about everything. He couldn't wait to tell everybody he was traveling. It was like, did you know? Has he ever? <laughs> I don't think he's ever country. been anywhere. Yeah, has he ever flown? I got the I got the idea that just all of it was just. I mean, I know he's taking trips, but I don't know the, if he's ever been out of the country because yeah, uh, I know he had tickets to uh, 
the Olympics, and right? He, but he canceled those reservations, and I don't remember what season that was. Yeah, if it was before this or after this. Yeah, but uh, he is so excited. He it's does go hilarious. to Niagara Falls, right? But, but was that, it the New York side? Yeah. Well, yeah. not just that, but that, that was in season six. So right, right. it's possible he's never been out of the country, <laughs> and that and that's why he's such a moron. I love about it. it. He so. is so excited. Uh, okay, so now we see jim he's in the uh break room or the kitchen uh getting coffee or something like that mm -hmm. and it's one week until pam comes back and everybody is being weird around everybody jim. uh no we we actually see him at the copy machine yeah he's first, whistling right? yeah yeah and kevin slaps him on the ass <laughs> yes yeah he walks by and then creed comes up behind him all creepy and he puts his hands puts, on his shoulders and he, kind of massages and his just shoulder goes, one, One more, more week. week. <laughs> <laughs> In the creepy creed kind of so way. Creepy. And then he looks over and Phyllis is smiling and Stanley yep. gives his Everybody's laugh. being so creepy. Stanley's, Stanley's laugh like was her. creepy too. <laughs> yeah. Stanley's was creepy. Yeah. So yeah, and then he announces Pam's come back in one week and everybody's been really uh awkward about yeah it. so yeah uh michael is on the phone with david wallace he has 50 dollars per diem which that's pretty good 50 bucks a day per diem yeah and most I think times that just for the flight too just yeah. for travel yeah and i feel like most times you get to keep it if you don't use it yeah he said he's gonna buy a sweater yeah and then <laughs> david wallace is like well that's actually for your food and then he's, michael says well, I was going to use different money for that. Yeah. Which, uh, to David Wallace's credit, he just gives in and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, because yeah. it's really one and the same. Like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, Ryan compares David Wallace to an abusive parent. Mm -hmm. Like, first you, you hurt them and then you give them something good. Yeah. So, and yeah. I guess that made sense, but yeah. it, Ryan's just weird. So. Yeah. Uh, but Definitely. Michael, Michael is so excited. He gets to sit in business class on Butte Airlines. Yeah, I would say I would say Butte. Butte, a B U T T E. Mm -hmm. I think because we don't uh, live there or ride it, I, I think we can say. But I, I think it's our job to make or fun of them. Butte, Butte. I like that even Boutte better. Butte Airlines. Butte Airlines. Booty Airlines. <laughs> Booty. I like that too. You got anything on that? Uh, no. I mean, I was kind of curious if it was real. Um, it sounded familiar, but then I remembered Montana as a butte. Yeah, has a booty. It's a it's a butte. She's a butte. Oh, we got yeah, right in the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so he's excited to get fillet. He yeah. can't wait to eat on the on the plane, like. Yeah, but Butte Airlines is fake. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah. It is fake. That's right. I was, I was yes. trying to lead you to that. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. No. I looked. Yes. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? It's everything. <laughs> yes. It was everything. No. Yes. I covered no. it all. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, it, Michael is super excited and David Wallace re recommends a concierge. Yes. Um. Uh, Michael comes uh, out of the office. Uh, he's got his luggage ready to go. He has three giant pieces of luggage, mm -hmm. and two of them They're going are, for one night, right? Yeah, the yes. one night. One night. And uh, I think Dwight asks him like, if he's packed, and he's like, yes, I have one for my stuff and two for souvenirs. So 
Right. I don't know. That's so funny. I don't know what? how many sweaters he thinks he can buy with 50 bucks, but it's not going to fill <laughs> no <laughs> two giant pieces of luggage with yeah. it. Yeah. So, wait, back when he was talking to David Wallace on the phone, mm-hmm. was Ryan listening to that phone call? Yeah, it seemed to be like he was, uh, but... Uh, maybe Michael's door was just open and the speakerphone volume was up and, you know. Yeah, maybe. Like it just seemed like Ryan was eavesdropping. Yeah. But it, I wasn't 100% sure. It definitely was. But, you know, Michael is definitely seems like the kind of person that would be oblivious to his surroundings. Yeah. So he's probably just not aware that he's talking so loud and that the door right. is open and the speakerphone. <laughs> like, this is just a total office conversation yeah. just between Michael. Well, Ryan, and- I'm sure, feels you know his ego is hurt because he was fired yeah and so he has a thing but he's gotta know that was his david fault wallace. though yeah <laughs> you know david wallace yeah make but his even list. if it is his fault he, yeah. ryan's never gonna say it was his fault yeah david wallace you know? did make his list of yeah people who, yes who have wronged him yeah um uh, dwight is giving michael advice on his money and where he should hold it and uh he's got like a cash belt or he was told to get a cash belt and he's got to keep it up around his chest uh andy <laughs> is the translator apparently although i don't know why because we see later there's nobody speaking french right yeah uh and oscar's also going on the trip but they don't say why oscar's going he's just part of the trip so yeah he's just yeah. I have no idea. Uh, originally, Jim was supposed to be fr- the translator, right. uh, but he, quote, forgot how to speak French. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has a talking head where he is speaking fluent French. Yeah. Uh, what, did he, what does he say? Uh, it, it says something to the effect of, I used to know French, but now I don't know French yeah. so much. Right. That's what I got to. Uh, that's that's the gist of it. I couldn't find a direct translation. My yeah. source is Reddit, uh, but somebody on Reddit did say that he spoke really good French because he uses a word. I, I didn't get what it was, but there's uh-huh. no direct translation for it. But if you speak French, like you would just know that yeah. Jim, Jim knows his crap. So. Well, Duolingo said, he said, I don't know what happened to my French. Yesterday, I spoke French just fine. Today, I'm having trouble. So, that's the rough translation? Yeah. Did you also see various interpretations of what he said? No. Okay. It Everything I said, it was basically a paraphrase. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's, that's basically what he said, was that he used to know it, but he doesn't remember it so much anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael, they're now at, where, where do you go to exchange money? Uh, is that at the airport you can do it at the yeah there's there's places at the airport to do it but okay it's best to go to a bank or a currency exchange because you get better exchange rates yes okay but i'm glad we're talking about this i mean we can talk about michael first but then i have no no no. go ahead talk about your money well i would get excited i think michael was excited just to experience every single thing there was about foreign travel yeah you know, and, you know, I got excited when I went to Peru and I went to Ireland, even back in 2012. 
I was like, I want to, I want to, I can't wait to exchange my money and get foreign money. Yeah. It's kind of exciting. Foreign money is always cool to have. But then I was told that it's best to just use your debit card or your credit card. You get, you know, it's just cheap. You, you it doesn't get more Oscar bang say that? for your buck. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And that's true. But I still wanted some paper money or coins. Uh, do you know, you know, do you know roughly how much they take? And no, I don't know the. It changes all the time too. Okay, okay, but yeah. But we see a scene here where Michael is changing out his American money for Canadian money, and then Oscar yells at him and then walks away. Then Andy comes up and says something like, "Oh no, you're going to need money for strippers." Uh, <laughs> so Michael exchanges yeah, his strippers money. don't take credit cards. Yeah, so Michael exchanges his money back, and then Oscar comes back over, and then the next thing you know, Michael is like four hundred dollars short of his original sum yeah. because he's had to pay the exchange fee each yes. time. Which is that? That's almost like a like a Laurel and Hardy or three stooges type comedy scene. Yeah. Like it's just, it's so ridiculous, but at the same time, it's funny and realistic in yeah. the context of especially the for the character, Michael. It's yes, very exactly <laughs> believable. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now Jim is making a glitter sign with Kelly. She's <laughs> helping him and she's yeah. like, e- e- what are you a wuss? Like use more glitter or something. <laughs> And so Jim's going to town on that, and then Dwight comes in and calls him a dork or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they have an awesome exchange where (laughs) Jim's like, well, if you made a sign, I would make fun of you, too. You know, I would call you a dork. And Dwight's like, why? He's like, well, because you're a dork. And then Dwight plays air guitar. He's like, yeah, if I was a dork, would I do this? You know, (laughs) something like that. And then... uh, they get into it a little bit and Jim basically plays the repeat game. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. Oh. Oh. We, it's time to go it's on time break. time to go on break. <laughs> 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 anyway, Jim does that yeah. with Dwight. So do you want to take a break? Oh, I was just being silly i was trying to get away from your repeat (laughs) from your repeat yeah it it bothers me i really hate it i hate it too but it was funny to see yeah i know it was funny to see see, but i in real life i hate it so much that whole exchange it really felt like they were brothers yeah like that was totally yeah it it was great from as soon as dwight walks in it was just like he gave jim crap and jim started giving him crap and then Jim, being the younger brother, did the repeat game. Was, That's so funny. I had a note, and it was about this, but I, I didn't know it was about this, because I wrote, I was trying to say tit for tat, awesome tit for tat, mm-hmm. between them two. I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I wrote, awesome gif for tat, and I couldn't figure out what that meant. Oh, is it just a typo? Yeah, it was just a, it was a typo. <laughs> awesome but gift for tat. But now I remember. <laughs> yep. Now I remember. So, uh, now Michael is on the airplane, and he is showing off first class, but it turns out to not be as much as he'd like. And Oscar brought food? Yeah. Are, are, are you allowed to bring food? You can. It has to be dry. No, No liquids. Even to this day? Yeah. You're allowed to bring your own food. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. I thought you had to eat. Man, I would have brought sandwiches no. 
every time I, I, I've ever flown. Uh, I think there there are some rules around it, but yeah. it is allowed. Um, I think you have to like take it out of your bag and let it go across the thing. I mean, this is like separately. 2008, I believe. Yeah. This I mean, I could be wrong. It may have changed in the last few years, but I know within the last few years, it's wow. been okay. Wow. I mean, I bring candy and stuff. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I feel like candy's okay, but a whole, what do you bring? Protein egg, egg bars? salad sandwich or something? No, I bring like protein bars. No, what did and- Oscar bring? Yeah, egg salad sandwiches. Yeah. That's the worst, though. Yeah. That and tuna. <laughs> and Michael or was Brussels like, sprouts or something like that would Michael be Michael was like, do you have a bag of poop back there, too? Yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah. Um, like, and then they say uh, Michael would like to see a menu because he rejects Oscar's egg sandwich. Yeah. And the stewardess says they don't do food on flights less than two hours right i believe that's true yeah yeah but i had to look it up a flight from scranton to winnipeg which is where they're going correct uh-huh. is two hours 53 minutes Ooh. and i couldn't even find a direct flight everything so maybe that's the case See, maybe that's if they had a, a connecting flight technically yeah. it would only be the length of each flight yeah you know so i i couldn't find currently a direct flight but that doesn't mean that there isn't one but if there was a direct flight it would be two hours 53 minutes this is based off of an airplane he going 500 miles steak yes yes <laughs> he should have got some food yeah yeah all right next we see ryan he's trying wait, to show wait. off oh i'm sorry you got wait wait, uh, wait. <laughs> okay maybe maybe it's not yet oh not yet you don't have nothing yet? No, nah, not yet. I think it's li- it's further in. So uh, okay. go for it. Go for it with the Ryan okay. business. So Ryan is trying to show off to Kelly. He does push-ups, and Kelly is totally impressed. Uh, she's trying to act not impressed, but once Ryan busts out the one-armed push-ups, she's super impressed. Yes. And then they're making out. Yeah. Are push-ups sexy? If I started doing push-ups right now, would you be like, mm, yeah. That would not be a way to like win me back. No, no. If you do push, I don't. I mean, right. I would. I think it would be. I but would, we I can would, assume <laughs> Kelly already I think finds it would be Ryan funny. attractive. I would think yeah. it was hilarious. I would laugh too. And I would Once give you an A like, for effort. He's you like know? looking at her as he's doing the one arm. I know push-ups. it's so weird. It is yeah. really weird. Oh, but I do want to go back. I do. Re- I, I do remember what I wanted to say. So when Michael couldn't get food. Because mm-hmm. it was too short of a flight, mm-hmm. then he decides to take a nap, and he puts the blind—I uh, mean the oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that was funny. And then he gets hit by the cart because he can't see, and he gets banged by the cart. I laughed so hard <laughs> for some reason. That was one of the funniest moments of the episode for me, and I don't know why. I have to say, Steve Carell's acting when he experiences pain, yeah, is maybe the best ever. Oh yeah. The best ever, because yes. I remember in season two, Dwight punches him in the stomach. Yeah, his reactions his, are amazing. The noise he makes when <laughs> Dwight punches him in the stomach. And then we'll take it even further. When Phyllis is Santa, I think next season, season six, uh, Michael is jealous and, and he forces Kevin to sit on his lap. And when right. Kevin sits on his lap, the noises he makes 
it, Steve Carell is just a genius when it comes to he is. pain physical. Comedy. Oh yeah. So I agree. <laughs> those are nails it. Those are the top three. This one and and nails those two. It. Those are the top three I can think of. Yeah, I so, agree. But I yeah. loved it. I laughed so hard when the cart hit him. He reacted perfectly. Yep. Uh, somewhere there, I think it's right about here. Andy mentions to Oscar that Canada is the gayest country yes. on the planet, which of course is a sweet insult. Uh, but I also wondered how factual it was. I, I did too. Did you? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, then you can take this one. How gay is Canada? Okay. Well, it's not the gayest on the planet. Oh, okay. I did not look that up. Okay. All right. But it is the most progressive and comprehensive for the LGBTQ community in North America. Oh. oh. But there's a top 10 if you would like to uh yeah no gay it up okay gay it well up. no it's the 10 most lgbtq friendly countries in the world this is great to know go okay for it. go for it all right portugal okay is the number one all right number two finland all right okay number three spain <laughs> Hola. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Norway. Norway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Iceland. Iceland. Okay. Belgium. What number is Belgium? I think that's six. Oh, okay. right. I kind of stopped counting. Yeah, me too. Six. Right. I think that's six. Denmark. Denmark. So European co- countries then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Then Canada. Oh, Canada. It's on the top 10 top in the 10. world. Okay. So on the planet, it's number 10. Okay. Or no, it's number, what did I say? Eight, I think. Yeah, I think it's eight. Seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> but in North America, it's number, number one. one. All right. Yeah. And then the Netherlands was the last one. All right. I mean, they had a 33% chance of being number one. Right. In North America. All right. right. I looked up how gay is Canada. And the answer I got back was four percent. Oh, okay. So, so an 4%. estimated an estimated one million people in Canada are lesbian, gay, bisexual, or of another sexual orientation than heterosexual, representing four percent of the Canadian population aged fifteen years or older. Among this population, about fifty-two percent are women, forty-four percent are men, and three percent are non-binary. And this was as of December 1st, 2022. Hmm. So I, I feel like it's fairly recent. Yeah. For some reason, it, this is going to make me sound like an idiot. I didn't think there were that many people in Canada. I mean, I, I knew there was well over a million. <laughs> okay. But, but I didn't know that one million people was 4%. So uh, what? That's what, pretty amazing. So if. So two million people would be eight percent, two and a half million would be ten percent, so ten times two and a half, that's twenty million people. If you say so. Yeah. Right. Sure. I'm sure somebody will correct us. <laughs> twenty million people in Canada. I guess that's not no, that still seems like a lot of people because like ninety percent of the population is in the lower ten percent of the country. So mm. All right. All right. Plus, who wants to live in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) 
I think Canada is pretty sweet. It is. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> I'm just joking. Canada. <laughs> Did you know that we're heard in over 11 countries right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Huh? And, and Canada is number two on our list. I'll tell you. Wow. I'll tell you right now. Okay. Settle down. I will. All right. Canada is 23% of our listeners. Did you know that? No. Okay. Great. And this would make Kevin happy. The United States is 69% of our listeners. Ooh. So, yeah, we are heard in 11 different countries. So welcome, Amazing. everybody. Thank you yes. for listening. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to read that out real quick. 11 countries, that's not too shabby. Not too shabby. Oh, my God. Are you playing the repeat game? I am. All right. Well, let's take a break. All right. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. You guys say it? We'll be right back. We'll be right back i thought we were playing the repeat game oh you dropped no, the ball on that. I did. all right we'll be right back okay we'll be right back <laughs> okay uh, we're back and we're back and we're back all right uh so now andy is uh having a little talking head at the hotel and he says the wingman comes from the movie top gun (laughs) did you look this up well i looked it up and i mean it's a military term it is a military that's where it came from i mean it's the support you know a secondary aircraft support for a primary yeah. aircraft. Yeah. But I couldn't find I couldn't anything. I couldn't find where it said uh, an origin, though. Yeah, I couldn't find that either. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it was Top Gun. I think it was bef- before Top Gun, but well, according to Wikipedia, I'm not 100% sure. Well, this is what I think. Okay. I think the term wingman came from World War II era. This okay. Is, this is just my guess. Yeah. Now, Top Gun said it and brought it into the pop culture. For like, referred to like dudes being a wingman for each other. Right, but they're right. still in the military and they meant it directly. Right. But they brought it into the pop culture. Right. Then some bros, mm-hmm. probably in Florida, uh, you know, like a frat or something like yeah. that, they started using the term slang wise right and, and metaphorically to be like my bro you got my back you're my so you think man. that happened after top gun yes okay so does top gun get credit i don't know see that's what i'm saying i feel like in a weird way they do maybe but we have no yeah. way to prove this right now yeah i couldn't find for in that context i couldn't find an origin for the slang version yeah me either. but i could find a kind of an origin which you said it was probably yeah in that era yeah but for the actual military term yeah so all right so uh they're at the hotel and it kind of looks like a mall i feel like right mm-hmm. yeah it's got the escalator and michael's yeah, so excited about it, it and they're about going everything up, yeah and they're going upstairs like where do you go to a hotel and you check up your check-in upstairs man vegas has some crazy places like that but they're in edmonton winnipeg 
I, I don't know. I feel like I, I didn't Winnipeg. think it was that weird. There's some yeah. big ones, but that I mean that was a fancy hotel for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Andy are working on the concierge. Mm-hmm. So and she's played by what you got, Wendy. Wendy McLendon Covey. Covey. Yeah. And if you guys have seen this, then you'll know that she's from Reno 911. Uh, she's also from the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. So she's she's very famous, I guess, popular. Yeah. She's, she's cool. I yeah. like her. She's. I think she's a great actress. I do, too. Uh, I really liked her. She. But I love her in Reno 911. I love Reno 911. I think yeah. it's a good, funny show. It's hilarious. Show. Um, she's got some really great reactions, too. Just kind of deadpan sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know? But yeah. really well-timed. Yeah. And then we have a little talking head from Angela, and she talks about how Andy is just miserable without her. Yeah. Uh, he, he can't he can't do anything without her. And then out of nowhere, she's like, "What was the question again?" Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, she was just not answering anything they were doing. Yeah. She just wanted so, to- do you think Andy? told her that or you think she's just making it up because she's trying to make herself feel better i think andy did tell her that because yeah. he seems to be the type that just wants to make somebody like i miss you so much yeah. baby you know i'm like, miserable I'm, without you yeah i'm having such a bad time it's horrible so yeah I, I feel like he did probably call her and she just yeah. got so much joy out of it so <laughs> so um, funny so now we learned that Pam is failing school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll have to take it again, and it's going to be another three months. And Jim yes. is sad, but he's supportive. He's like, "This is this is your dream. It's come about home you. right. Yeah, come home right. Yeah, uh, let's do this the right way. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So I thought, you know, as crappy of a situation as it was, I think Jim is saying the right things. What are, yeah. What are your thoughts? No, he 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 was handling it well. Yeah, you could tell he was bummed. Yeah, but he didn't. As he should, he didn't be. express it because it'd be weird you know? if he was like, "Sweet, I'll see you in three months." Yeah, you know, no. But he handled it well, I think. Yeah, and I think we did talk about last week or the last episode that we're on that it's only three hours away. That's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal. Every weekend you could be seeing each yeah. other. You know. Yeah. And it would be long weekends at times, right? Yeah, um, three hours is not that bad. No. No, it's not bad at all. Mm-mm. It's not something you'd want to do every day. But no. Yeah, it's not that bad. No. So now Michael, Andy, and Oscar are at the bar, the Huntsman. Uh, yeah. He's, they see the concierge, uh, <laughs> concierge yeah. Marie yes. at, at the bar. And uh, Michael keeps saying, how you say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look he just really you wanted to. He really wanted to use his. Yeah. <laughs> how you says yeah and, and again no french is being spoken no. A- andy did not need to come on this trip no There's no french but uh michael's foolishness is working with the concierge she is kind of taken with him mm-hmm. uh i think she knows she has an easy target though yeah um she's not gonna have to work hard to not be alone tonight right andy is desperately trying to hook up oscar He's doing it so wrong. Yeah. Uh, he points out two dudes at a table and he takes them. <laughs> how hot pres- is that dude? <laughs> <laughs> how, how hot is that dude? Uh, presumably he takes them apple martinis. Yeah. But it, he orders Long Island iced teas. Right. Yeah. So is there any apple 
I don't know. Sometimes sometimes places have like you know, fancy twists on classics. True. I don't know. True. So so he takes these two drinks over to these two random dudes, and he's like, uh, "You guys like apples?" You know, he's trying to. <laughs> I think this is from Goodwill Hunting or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how, how do you like these apples? You right. Know? And the guys are just kind of weirded out by Andy. And then yeah. he's like, let me ask you a question. How hot is that guy over there? Yeah. <laughs> he points to Oscar. And yeah. they just have to let Andy know that they're not gay. And uh, yeah. I love how Andy walks back to Oscar. And he's like, they're totally stuck up. You struck out. You struck out. <laughs> you struck yeah. out. Not you me. Out. You struck out. Yeah. Um, Michael is quizzing concierge. Marie, uh-huh. uh, what's uh, open about dry cleaning? Yeah, <laughs> midnight. Yeah, I gotta get this shirt. He just keeps going. What about this? What's open? Yeah, what's, what's open at this time? Where you at? Where you, where'd you be on this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now this is my favorite part of the episode. Oscar is asking Andy, "How could he be with Angela?" And then he finds out they haven't even had sex. And he coaxes coaxes yeah coaxes yeah uh andy into calling her and angela is clearly with dwight yeah andy is yelling at her i want to see you naked yeah she's like what (laughs) i want to see you naked yeah i have the audio to this would you like to listen yes okay let me love it i'm not as cute up this was a funny part yeah i'm not as cute up as i normally am Oh, I know we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Play the repeat game. You play the repeat game. You play the repeat. Game. You, you play the repeat game. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no! No, really. Oh my god. <laughs> Hurry up! I'm gonna have to type this in. Oh my god. The Office Super Fan episodes. Here we go. Uh, Man. Business trip. Here we go. I'm so excited. Me too. Do it. It's too late. Oh my God. Too late. It's silent. Now it's ringing. <laughs> Hello? Hello? What is wrong with you? Why would you do it, Andy? What? That's Oscar, and he wants to know why you won't do me, and I think it's a valid question. Are you drunk? This is Andy Bernard. I know who this is. <laughs> I want to take you to sex school. What? Who is that monkey? Is somebody there? Are you drunk? I have needs. We will discuss this later. Naked. What? We'll discuss it later naked. I want to see you naked. Do you want to get some <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. Uh, my favorite part is when he says, when she says, are you drunk? And he's like, I'm an Andy Menard. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that whole thing. It's so That's awesome. That's my favorite part, too. Sorry for the delay on that, everybody. I had it queued up. I just wasn't... I didn't have the episode queued up. But I had the audio queued up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that. I love that whole exchange. I love that you can hear Dwight. I do, too. Uh, who is it, monkey? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So now, uh, Michael is going off with the concierge. He's making out with her. And then we see him shuffling out of the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they have a hotel room specific for employees hooking up. You know, yeah. like, like, hey, keep keep room 247 open, you know. Yeah, I thought it was weird that she was staying at the hotel. Why would she not be staying at her own house? 
Do you get free hotel stays when you work at a hotel? I don't know. I mean, I, I got it's, when I worked years ago. Did you get free or a discount? Discount, but it was a pretty good discount. It was like I would say it was. Could you like, live? I think I could get a room for like twenty five dollars or something. Would it be cheaper than having an apartment? It would at that price. So I just don't know how many. Because it I was wonder- only if it was available to like some places if it was peak season or you know around the holidays you couldn't get those prices like they had if if it was not in high demand you could get it okay yeah see if you could just have 24 7 365 access to a hotel room mm-hmm. i would almost be like why don't i just live here yeah you know <laughs> if i get such a discount yeah. it'd be cheaper I mean, if, yeah you don't have to pay for I mean, utilities. maybe there may be places. I mean, it's Canada. Maybe they put their employees up. Yeah, I think they do. They might. Maybe Canada is better. Maybe we should move to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we like, like hockey. In the hotel. Yeah, we business. like hockey. It's cool. Yeah. Go Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Go Red Wings. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so everyone at the office already knows that Pam isn't coming back. Now, this is presumably the next day because Michael's getting rejected from the concierge. He's like, do you want to get some breakfast? And she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really tired. So, but if he's asking for breakfast, that means it's got to be like 5 a.m. or something. Right, because it's got to be the next day as discussed. So now everybody knows that Pam is not coming back at the office. So I was just trying to place this timeline in my head. When did people find out? How did people find out? Word travels fast. Yeah, this like doesn't make sense to me. So, did Pam talk to somebody outside of the office? Or sure, yeah. I'm just. It's 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 not ever clear. You know, it's not clear. It's not clear. I I was just trying to figure this out. Yeah, like how how would it have happened? Yeah. Um. Phyllis, did you already say she says it must be so painful? No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at Jim. Everybody's legit sad for Jim. But, they are. But he can't figure out how they already know. No. And neither can we. Which yeah. means Pam had to have talked. So That had to be it. That's She talked to somebody. Yeah. If Jim didn't, she had to. Who would she have talked to? Who's her best know. friend in the office outside of Jim? That's a good question. Uh, we've, she think, had a friendship with mm-hmm. Kelly. Yeah, I think maybe Kelly. And Kelly tells everybody. Yeah, that had to be it. I would blame I don't Pam think anybody likes Kelly. Phyllis. I don't think anybody likes Phyllis because no. Phyllis definitely has sass. Yeah. Uh, nobody talks to Stanley. Mm-mm. Nobody talks to Meredith. I don't think she would have called Angela. You know? I don't think so either. And she definitely I think wouldn't. Kelly's the best bet. It's got to be Kelly, it, unless it was Toby, but Toby's not there yet. Right. So. See, if Toby, if Toby was there, what I if would Toby think is that here? She would. What tell. if? Okay, next week Toby yeah. comes back, but we learn that Toby's been back for two weeks and right. Michael had no clue. Yeah. What if she talked to Toby? What she may have had to if she was staying for twelve more weeks. Yeah. She had to extend her, you know. Yes. Oh my God. What? I feel like we just solved something here. What if Maybe. she talked to Toby right now and he told everybody, but they're not acknowledging that Toby's back? Right. Yeah. Maybe. This is you could very be on to something here. Very possible. It is. Oh, I think we cracked a case that didn't even need to be cracked. Right. <laughs> Nobody was dying for this except us. Uh, so Dwight finds out. 
he's like the last one to find out that Pam is not coming back. Right. And he has legit logic on why she failed art school. Right. You know, like, look her at those. Tearing up her painting. Yeah, he look tore at that painting. it up. But he's not a dick. He's just stating. stating. Yeah. Like, he's just calling there, it out. There's shadows on both sides where there are two sons. But yeah. Does she live in the Andromeda galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where that's from? Andromeda? I, I assume it's Star Wars, but it, it sounds Battlestar Galactica. But, you know, Luke lives on Tatooine, planet Tatooine, and there's two suns there. So I have to think it's a Star Wars reference. Or it could be a, a one-man progressive metal project. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to Google what galaxy <laughs> is tattooing in. All right. Google. Uh, uh, it's an unknown galaxy, desolate outer rim. It's an outer rim. Yeah. Thank you, Internet, for making me even more of a nerd. <laughs> Tatooine orbits a pair of binary G-type stars, a.k.a. suns. So... Yeah, oh my god, there's so much detail here about this fake planet. Why is there so much information about a fake planet? Uh, the planet's indigenous life forms such as the Womp Rat, Bantha, Sarlacc, and the Kreat Dragon are well adapted to its arid climate. Why? Why do I... Why is that even needed? Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so it's it's based off okay. of... I thought it was Star Wars, but it's not. No, it's real. It is not. It's real. The Andromeda Galaxy? Are you looking that up now? Are you looking the... Are, are there two suns in it? You, you Look, you're showing me. You got to read it. Are there two suns in this the galaxy? The Andromeda Galaxy is a barred spiral galaxy please don't have two suns <laughs> and is the nearest major galaxy to the milky way where the solar system resides it was originally named the andromeda nebula and is cataloged as messier 31 i'm still not hearing it doesn't say then this is a, a poor reference from dwight yeah did you look up if it has two sons? No, because I don't know how to spell it. And I feel like we've wasted enough time on it. <laughs> Does mm. the Andromeda galaxy have two sons? Is that like the number one question? So, yes, there are two sons in the Andro up. Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I don't know. That's a Reddit. Oh, okay. I just I'm, I'm I can't trust Reddit. Reddit and Wikipedia. Well, I would trust Wikipedia more than Reddit, wouldn't you? I feel like there's yeah. moderators no, I for would. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Because every time you type in false information, they correct it. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, I don't know. I would have to do more. I would have to look into it more. All right. Well, we'll we'll solve this mystery when we do but the Andromeda. It's a galaxy chronicles. And don't they have lots of suns? No. <laughs> The Milky Way galaxy only has one, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. 
I feel like that's the dumbest question I've ever asked. The Milky Way only has one sun, right? <laughs> yes, it only has one sun. It lights our days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I almost want to edit that part out. I can't. That was I so can't. stupid. You're killing me. That You're was so stupid. Right I can't believe I just asked that out loud. And it's not that I just asked you, like, I wanted you to say yes. It's like I, for a split second, I was confirming with myself that there was only one. Oh my God. I'm dying. I'm dying. I laugh so hard. I'm sweating. I, I feel like I should quit. <laughs> I'll just go into hiding. This guy doesn't know there's only one sun galaxy. <laughs> just talk about the office now. I know. We're getting back to the office. Uh, so now Ryan and Kelly are making out like mad. It's kind of hot, actually. They were hiding behind a, <laughs> uh, a, a vending machine. And then uh, Ryan, for whatever reason, is turned on by the possibility of getting his ass kicked by Daryl. Yeah. And uh, he he already has a pre-typed out text yep. for Kelly, which he did on her phone, I'm assuming, when they were making out. I guess because he just pulls out or her either phone. he just had her phone yeah he's like, like he here i've already just gave him i've already typed phone. out this this message so let's mm-hmm. send it you gotta break up with daryl because yeah. kelly's like this can't happen again and he's like it's gotta happen again here's the text <laughs> that i've already typed out to daryl yep and she's scared and he's like here we'll send it together so then he pushes it and she's like he's gonna kill us and then within seconds like, <laughs> daryl has a response <laughs> It's cool. It's cool. He did not care. And then he goes skipping away to his truck like it was the happiest day of his life. His little skip to the truck is amazing. I loved it. And Ryan is so bummed out. He's he like, can't believe oh it. Oh my God, now I'm stuck with her. Yeah. Now I guess <laughs> and this I don't is even get a butt kicking from yeah. I, I I, I guess I understand the thrill of living on the edge yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. There's no way in hell he could beat up Daryl. No. Daryl outweighs him. Yeah. I, he's taller than him. Like, right. Yeah. It's. Yeah. And then in his talking head. Yeah. I just realized I couldn't, for some reason, do any better than Kelly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, so <laughs> the way he says it is hilarious. <laughs> it's like oh instant regret. Yes, uh, totally. N- now back in Canada, uh, Michael is nailing the meeting, his mm-hmm. sales meeting. Uh, I actually like the way he worded things. Yeah, he did great. Yeah, but this was a a, a a sad moment as well because as he's talking good mm-hmm. about Dunder Mifflin, he's realizing that they did disrespect him and yeah and, he, and he's getting sad and he yes. probably has regret for hooking up with the concierge yeah. you know yeah and uh yeah but uh he he still does his job because he's a professional in right. that way and then he also gives a bottle of syrup yes. which jim, jim told him to do jim, in the cold open jim said oh yes. in canada it's customary to Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael took so his advice, funny. which is very funny because yep. obviously Canada is like the number one right. syrup provider. Yeah. So. And yeah. I, but I have to say, it's still a sweet gesture. It's still a gift. It is. Like if somebody brought me a car, like right? We were near the Motor City. Like yeah. here's a free car. Like right. thanks, buddy. Yeah. Like, I would still be happy. Yes. So. uh yeah. Did you have something you were saying? Oh, okay. I thought you I covered, you covered it. No, okay, so sorry. I didn't really sorry. have anything to add. Uh, 
So now Andy and Oscar are in the lobby of the hotel or airport. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Angela is pissed at Andy. He's been demoted back to first base again, which means he can kiss her forehead. So. What That's was, so sad. <laughs> what was your first base in school? Oh, man. I got to first base. What's first base? Hold hands, I think. Really? I think so. How lame. That's almost as lame as kissing no, foreheads. Holding hands. First then... base to me was like making out. No. Yeah. That's like, no. Let's see. Holding hands. No. That's lame. Lame. Making out. Uh-huh. Okay. That's second base to you in Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, then what's third base? Hands. Yeah. Hands on body? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're, we're, yeah. we're miles apart on this. Uh, you got making out. That's first base. Uh, second base was... Uh, like hands making out, you know, yeah. like, like, like under fondling. Yeah. That's yeah. second base. That's what I said. No, I no, said, no, I said making out was second base. Third base was, uh, we'll just say mouth stuff. <laughs> Are you trying to say oral sex? Yeah, I guess you can say that. Yeah. I was just trying to, be you can polite. say that on this podcast. I just feel weird. And then, <laughs> And then home home base was you know home the, run yeah let's keep it yeah. let's keep it that's all I was doing sixth grade level sixth grade that's all I was trying to do let's keep oh it sixth grade okay level. but look I was further <laughs> along on on my baseball than you were holding hands first base yeah that's a, there's no way no that's first base that, that's like a walk if <laughs> that's first base let's hold I don't hands know. I think that's weak. That's a weak first base. Home field rules. <laughs> uh, if we're on your field, you can use your rules. Okay, fair okay. enough. Okay. Uh, Oscar consoles Andy, sort of. And uh, I have to say, Andy is a horrible dresser. He's so bad. He's he's, he's got, colorful. <laughs> he's got the worst pants on. Are, yeah. aren't they like plaid or something? Yeah, they're plaid. He's got a pink shirt and he a red tie. He always looks like an old golfer. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't a cartoon match. golfer. He, he, nothing he's wearing is matching in any sort of way. <laughs> like he just grabs random stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say, for this episode. This is the least annoying Andy has ever been. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I actually got, enjoyed Andy's yeah, character. Yeah, there was some depth yeah. to Andy. Yeah. I mean, especially like in this scene where he's like, is, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, is there something wrong with me? Am I not attractive? I, yeah. I think I'm an attractive enough guy. Yeah. Why won't she sleep with me? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I really found Andy tolerable. Yeah, and I think Oscar did too because he says that you know. Yeah, he's like you know, yeah, you're you're just fine, and yeah, like, you, you even have kind eyes like Elijah Wood, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because I feel like Elijah Wood was still pretty young. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Oscar has that talking head too, where it's like you know, Andy's a good guy, and they say yeah. opposites attract. So right, Angela is, and then he just kind of leaves it at that. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then we see another em- pivotal emotional scene. Uh, Michael is, he yells at 
he yells at David Wallace. Yeah. Which is very bold. Really ballsy. And he's feeling really good about it. Yeah, he, he sticks up for himself. and he, Yeah. It was, I mean, he says the trip sucks and he didn't like it, that, that he sent but that Holly wasn't, away. Yeah, but that wasn't the issue. It was like, it, all of that sucked because he sent Holly yeah, away. Yeah, like the, right. the The vacation was fine, the, or, or the business trip was actually fine. It was right. that Holly was gone. Yeah. And he, he's like, why'd you send her away? You knew I liked her and you just sent her away. And that was that was a sucky thing to do. It just yeah. sucked. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then he, he, but he, he felt really good about doing that. I, I think so too. You know, I think so too. Like he was talking about it yeah. in such a way. Like I got away with that. I even told off my boss, and yeah, and it's okay. So yeah, he kind of has like that voiceover. Like, yeah. what is respect and respect? Right. You know, your company respects you because yeah. you can tell them off, and right. they don't even do anything about it. Yeah. And he hung up on David Wallace. Yeah, too. I yeah. mean, it was definitely ballsy. Yep. So now we are back at Dunder Mifflin. It is evening time, and Pam is outside waiting for Jim. And I have to say, I love the sunset look. Like it, it was, was nice. It was it was it really was cool. nice. It was a good little scene. Yeah. Yep. And uh, she came back early. She came back her way, and yep. you can't tell her what to do. No. And out of nowhere, Dwight needs five copies of this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he always pops in. I love this because just before she left, he needed a fax. Mm-hmm. And now, as soon as he sees her when she comes back, he needs five copies. Yep. And. uh She's just like, I'm not going inside. And he's like, fine, you can do it in the morning. And then he just walks away. He leaves her with the papers he needs copied. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think ultimately Jim is super happy to see her. Yes. Uh, do you think he feels at all like you really should finish school or anything like that? Or do you think he's I just I think like, he whatever. respects her decision. Yeah, okay. I think that he supported her when she said she needed to stay even though he really missed her and then he supports her decision to leave. I think he supports her either way. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Jim's just a good guy like that. Yeah. Like whatever you want to do. I'm yeah. done. Uh, and then they have a little, uh, stinger here where this is definitely, uh, part of the super fan. Cause it's not in the original. Uh, but they're, they're going over Pam's art from when she was in New York and I some of her this. class projects. And this is where she failed. You right. Know, like she's so it's the graphic yeah, art stuff. Yeah. She's showing like company logos. And yeah. Stuff. And then Jim sees something in her portfolio book and he's like, what's this? And she's like, Oh, that's just my sketchbook. And they're like some of the best sketches phenomenal. ever. They were great. Yeah, They're amazing sketches. I wonder who really did those sketches. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but But they were great. That's what she should be going to school for. Like, I don't think she was ever trying to be a graphic designer. No, so she should have. She was downplaying them, but they were good. Yeah, I think if she was going to school to be a sketch artist or to be an artist, artist sort of thing, I think she would be doing. I think that was that's her that's her area right there. Agree. Yeah, better than painting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sketching. Where's that? Sketching. And so. she had her talking head that yeah. said, yes, I came back for Jim. I did come back for Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what did you think? That it was, was a good episode. There was a lot 
It was very fast-paced. It was fast-paced. Yeah. But like, you know, like we said in the beginning, there is a little bit of everything in this episode. There's there plenty is. of laughs. Mm-hmm. There's There's some heart. There is heart, you know, and just I love cuz they were the entire show is just jackasses. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then at the very end like Michael just comes through with like right. the, the boost of heart. Yeah, and, but and even Andy and, had yeah. some heart. You know, yeah. we got to know him a little deeper. Yeah, in this, and, and he did say he had to travel a thousand miles to know somebody that was. Yes, 10 I feet love away. that. I meant yeah. to mention that. I love that, and I think that's so true. Yeah, you can be around someone in your daily routine. You know. Mm-hmm. See him work right next to them, and then go on a business trip where you're like just just the two of you, yeah, traveling, and you really do get to know that person so yeah. much more. Well, it changes the context of the relationship. It does, so, yeah. And you're and you're you know have a new life experience together too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. So it's cool. I really like this episode. I do too. I feel like uh, watching it this time. I appreciated it much more than I ever have before. Uh, I feel like mm. I, especially with the super fan cut, I feel like I picked up on a few more jokes that maybe I tuned out before. So it's just, this, this really stepped up. Like I really appreciated this episode. I thought it was funny. I did too. It, it was definitely one of the it better was, ones. I mean, I love them all. It was well balanced. Yeah. It was well rounded. I liked it. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I am excited to do your next week or next episode too. Me too. The return of Toby. Just the return of Toby. It's like one of the best moments. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's the best. If this episode had one iconic moment in it, what do you think it was? Like, you know, like <sighs> when Toby comes back next week and he's like, No, no, you know. Yeah. And, and last week was uh God, what was that? It was a gym moment last week. Oh well, you know what I'm talking about though. Like each episode has like an yeah. iconic moment where uh, maybe a gif is made out of it or something. Right. Or Jeff, what what would you say this this week's iconic? Uh, man. There were so many good moments. It's so th- hard. I think it's gotta be the Andy calling Angela though. That I mean that was the best part for me. It was the highlight of the whole thing. Are you drunk? I'm Andy Bernard. <laughs> I love that. I love that line. Yeah, that was good. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, the the uh, Creed rubbing Jim's shoulders. Oh yeah, that's definitely a gif. Yeah, I used it. The, is. That was. Uh, uh, I used that recently for fantasy football for us. Uh, oh. It was one week until fantasy football. Oh yeah, then, yeah, that's then, right. So it was it was Creed just I going. I forgot about that. One more week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we done on this I'm one. I'm done. All right. Well, we finished. It is uh, two two eleven in the a.m. So yeah, yeah. It's still Sunday though, because it's not. 6 a.m. Or we haven't slept, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're about to. Yes. 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 All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, make sure you follow along. Please rate us and subscribe. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, definitely hit that plus mark. 
uh, or the little plus logo thing on the episode. Yeah, we, we, we love all that. that stuff. We do love that. I love seeing the five stars. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcast, definitely leave us a review. We appreciate that. We do. And five stars. Uh, I, I think that's it, though. That's it, though. We're on our way out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay to everybody in each 11 countries thank you for listening and we hope to add a 12th country soon (laughs) just tell your friends about us other countries yes tell your neighbors yeah every country tell your neighboring country about us that's right all right thank you we appreciate it spread like wildfire and we'll be back soon with another episode of tv we love podcast no you can't wait can't <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out our social media pages at TV We Love on Twitter, TV We Love on Facebook, and TV We Love Podcast on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider following and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate all ratings and reviews, especially the five star ones. We'll be back soon with another episode of TV We Love. Bye.